Hello, and welcome to the Evolving Norms podcast. I'm your co-host, Zoe Callier. In this series, we discuss the development of beliefs throughout the world from the 1930s to present date. Hello, listeners. I'm your second co-host, Fionn. And today, March 5th's daily podcast, we will be discussing differing women's rights and roles globally. Hey there, listeners. I'm your third co-host, XJ. Today, we'll be analyzing the current state of women in Saudi Arabia, India, and Nigeria. To provide comparison, we'll, we'll next be talking about the similar roles of women in To Kill a Mockingbird, a novel communicating the gender roles within the southern United States during the 1930s. To start off the discussion, I would like to first describe the current conditions within Nigeria. In Nigeria, the women are being treated unequally in, circum- in certain circumstances. Women are known for labor work in farm fields to endless hours of house control to build their family at home. The power of Nigeria was in the hands of men over women. Nigeria's most powerful work agency is in the power of the women, surprisingly. This, is, this industry is education. These elite women have been labeled as intelligent, educated, and confident. They now challenge many aspects of the patriarchy and are gradually organizing to ensure the political arena expands sufficiently to accommodate them. This is the only sign of empowerment the women have over males in the Nigerian society that has to deal with the tertiary job sector. This is an evolving issue in the world and needs to be noticed for equality between men and women. This reminds me a lot of gender roles in To Kill a Mockingbird. In the book, when the court case is going on, I notice a lack of women being involved with the case. An example would be how there are no women in the jury. This conveys the gender separation in a major sector of the book. It connects gender roles into Kill a Mockingbird and the role of women in Nigeria by showing how women are criticized and powerless. It is extremely sad to me that unequal treatment continues to be a reality for women throughout the world. I recently found an article on EBSCO which details the changes in involving the Sabaramala Temple where Hindus continue to visit to worship Lord Ayapa. Formerly, women's, women ages 10 through 50 were banned um, from entering the temple, but recently this ban has been overturned for violating the Indian constitution. What has the overall reaction by the society been like? This has prompted a lot of women to begin visiting. Um, on January 2nd of this year, Bindu Aimini and Kanaka Koyalanda became the first two women to officially enter the temple after the ruling. Although this is an exciting advancement in women's rights, the sad part of the story is the backlash and criticism the women have received. Many people, women and men alike, have protested the ruling and the two women's entry to the temple because it doesn't align with the traditional beliefs of Hinduism, which regard women as impure. The two women have been forced into hiding due to protests and even death threats. Similarly, in To Kill a Mockingbird, Scout also receives disapproval from others, specifically female figures, for her tomboyish attire and her preferences for unladylike things, like playing outside, wearing overalls, and fighting. Aunt Alexandra attempts to um, get Scout to wear dresses, play with dolls, and when she doesn't match the standard, others criticize her, just as the women were criticized for combating Hindu values. To finish, on July 2nd, women in Saudi Arabia all had enough of the tyrant rulers and wanted to escape the country. The gender inequality based on religious beliefs were at first unopposable. 
and several women for the past 200 years tolerated it. However, upon seeing the injustice done when men punished women for the smallest issues, women of the new generation started to question the words and the words of God. The Saudi Arabian Civil Political Rights Association was later founded merely three months after the women's start of rebellion by Jihara Kippi. The second point I want to make is the women's limiting factors. That was the main reason for the women to even want to escape the country. Such factors involve the need to seek their husband's permission for every issue, having to wear a veil over their head in the presence of a male, not being allowed to drive even if they have their husband's permission, and many other issues that would make a woman of a free democracy country like the United States of America simply wish to die. And now, comparing this uh, to the novel To Kill a Mockingbird, which has many gender roles issues, one part I would like to point out is when Scout was manipulated many times by Jim throughout the novel. This tells that the people of Maycomb had believed in being able to control the women that existed as a part of society. Just like Women of Maycomb and To Kill a Mockingbird, gender roles and restrictions continue to limit women around the world, whether by enforcement of unfair rules or roles. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Evolving Norms. Check back in next week for our take on racism.